This program is sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh. My name is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Nuggets of True Broadcast. On today, I want to share a word with you to encourage us to keep Christ on our gift-giving list. Christ enjoys receiving gifts just like other people around us that we love, who we treasure, our friends, our enemies, whoever they may be. Uh, Christ needs to be on that list. Christ enjoys receiving gifts from you. He enjoys receiving gifts that brings him joy. Many of you are like myself on my gift gift list. I have people's names and I, I know things that they would enjoy. And I, and I specifically try to find something that will bring a smile to their face when they receive it. We can do the same for Christ for their specific things that the scriptures have told us. Where Christ specifically told us how we can bless him and to do things for him. And although he's sitting on the right hand side of God, he lacks nothing. He has positioned himself in our atmosphere. He's put people in situations with needs that when we meet their needs we're meeting his needs also he has equated himself to people in certain situations of life that I want to share with you today and I want you to know that as you give these gifts to the people that Christ wants us to give to when we give to these people as if we're giving unto him it is also a form of worship unto the Lord. For you see, worshiping the Lord is not just giving him what I call the sacrifice of praise, where we give him praises from our mouth, from our heart, where we tell him how good he is, how great he is, how gracious he is, how loving he is. But we also worship the Lord by giving giving unto the Lord, giving him things that brings him joy. And beloved, it's one of the things that brings him joy is when we give to people that he represents before you as people in need that can receive what you have. Let me start out with some scripture to support what I'm saying. Uh, let me go to Matthew uh, chapter 2, verse 9, 3, 11. I'm going to give you uh, just a part of the story of the wise men who came from the east to give gifts to Christ. It says that when they heard the king, they departed and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with his mother. Mary and fell down and worshiped him and worshiped him. They worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. 
You see in Matthew chapter 2, verse 9 through 11 that I just read, we see the great story of men who had many years before found out about the prophecy of the birth of the child of God, of the son of God, through a woman. God gave them a sign that guided them to him when they needed him, when Christ needed them the most. Oh, yes, Christ needed them the most. (laughs) For when Christ was born, his parents, Mary and Joseph, was coming to give their taxes in a city because of the king's fear of this king, Jesus, getting more attention than him. They could not go back home because you all know what happened when Herod heard that the wise men were coming to find this child prophesied in the scriptures. When he did not get word from them as to where Jesus was, he then sent out a decree and murdered all children two years and younger. It's something that's yet in the land today. The spirit of Herod is here to try to destroy the blessings sent to the earth for fear that they become greater than him. Herod did it. So Christ in the hands of his parents could not go back home. They had to be guided away from the danger of Christ being murdered by Herod. And so they needed things they needed substance so you see in this scripture that when they found Jesus it says they worshiped him and they presented him gold frankincense and myrrh they gave him gifts (laughs) and I must share this great truth today that Christ yet needs gifts today he needs gifts that will help him his body to stay alive and stay empowered You see, dear hearts, everybody's important in the body of Christ, not just the rich, not just the well, not just the free, not just in good people. But there are categories of people that need blessings for you. See, we're stronger together. Oh, yes, we love dealing with people who really don't need us. But Christ came for people that have needs and he uses us individually and collectively to bless the people that he enjoys receiving gifts to for him. But when we bless them, we're blessing them as well. And so these wise men gave Jesus gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Some see these gifts as symbols of of the life of Christ. First of all, giving gift of gold, money, signifies that Christ was a king. For in that day, the people were asked to pay taxes unto the king, unto the leader. And so Christ being a king, they gave him gold. Then they gave him frankincense. Frankincense was a substance that when burned, it gave an aroma. That aroma in that day, incense was burned as a form of honoring someone. It said that Christ was due the honor. He was due the praise. He was due 
to be noted as someone that deserved to be acknowledged. The last thing they gave to Christ was myrrh. Myrrh was a, 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 a portion or something that was used as substance in embalming bodies. A lot of teachers don't teach this, this great truth about myrrh, but it signified that not only was a king, not only did he deserve honor, but he was born to die. He came to die as a substitute in our place for forgiveness of sin. The Bible said without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Christ died for you and me. So they gave these gifts to Christ. Did he need the gold? Yes. Did he deserve the frankincense? Yes. Did he need the myrrh as a sign and a symbol to us today that he was to die for our sin? Yes. And he's still looking for gifts from you and I, beloveds, as a form of worship. So let me get to the scripture before my time runs out in, in Matthew or rather, yes, Matthew chapter 25. And I'll share with you the gifts that he loves enjoying. It says, come you blessed of my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and this is Jesus speaking, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me and the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and gave you drink? When did we see you a stranger and took you in or naked and clothed you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Yes, beloved, Christ said, you did it to me. I'll say that again. Christ said to them, you did it to me. And I say this to us today. I say it to you listening. When you do things for those that are hungry, thirsty, homeless, people that don't have proper clothing, people that are sick, that are imprisoning, imprisoned, you're doing it for Christ. You're worshiping him as you give to people that don't have money for food. You're worshiping for Christ when you bring water to somebody that don't have water to drink. You are worshiping Christ when you open up your home to someone that needs a place to stay. When you start a facility for people that are living on the street. When you take time to give somebody money to go get them a place in the hotel to stay for the night you're worshiping christ when you're going to see somebody who are who are ill who are 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 in the home they can't get out or at the hospital and they're in intensive care when you go to them you're worshiping christ when you go visit people who are in prison incarcerated people who have committed crimes, they've murdered people, they're, they've stolen from people, they, they've unwisely dealt with money and, and, and banks and checks. Oh yes, when you go deal with people who are incarcerated 
you're going to see Christ. It is a form of worship. And I love sharing this theme today because we love coming clean and looking prosperous, coming to church, giving our money to the church who may do for others, but sometimes Christ wants to receive something specifically from you. Where you touch somebody's life, you change their life by giving them a gift that they do not necessarily deserve from you. I'm talking about gifts that we give to people that we love. Christ wants us to love people the way we love him. He wants us to love him so much that we understand to bless him, to give him gifts that he enjoys that we find people that are naked. We find people that are thirsty. We find people that are hungry. We find people that are sick. We look for opportunities to see people that are imprisoned. Oh yes, their hearts. Christ enjoys receiving gifts from you. I challenge you today to think outside of the box of your normal giving and remember someone that represents Christ on this earth. Well, beloveds, I've got to go. God bless you, and I hope to share again with you on next week. This program was sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh.